Thank you very much, Atara. I want to thank Atara and, and Elliot Blumenthal for opening up the house for, for the Shia, the house for this Torah, and the house for the, for the others who are invited <coughs> come into the Shiurim and Torah. The house becomes filled with brachas, and they're ready brachas, and the more brachas, simcha nachas, other On page Yudchas, Bilvavi Mishkan Avna. We were learning about the difference between his Iris and Binyan. Very, very, very important. The difference between his Iris and Binyan. His Iris that a person has a jump start in one's Avadis Hashem to inspire and to excite in one's Avadis Hashem cannot substitute for a healthy and clear Binyan step by step. In Avodas Hashem. So on the bottom of page Yud Ches, Kfisha Biyanu Ha'irbuv Shal Musagi Habinyan. In Musagi Hasayrus Yesh Bema Ezer Shehi Shatnes Shalolahazik. We were talking a lot about this. How confusing these two having some inspiration in Yiddishkeit and confusing a feeling of being inspired with a true, clear binyan in, in a structured Masudadika way in growing in Avar Hashem, if there's confusion with these two between these two, there could be terrible, terrible danger. There could be terrible damage. Samahi in Kenhatrufaladav. What is the cure? Yeshnan Shte Ramas Shalhasairus. Tzadik here explains that there are two levels of his iris of inspiration. Yesh Adam Shalai Nechnes Lo'elam Shalavadis Hashem You have a person who never ever has entered into the world of Avadis Hashem. And again, we're not talking necessarily about a person who's not officially observant. This person could be Shabbos and puts on film every day might even go to a minion and participates in the rituals and is part of that rhythm of observant Judaism but has never really entered into Avadis Hashem Hushakua Kulai Ba'ilam Shal It's a person who is completely immersed in himself in his own world and himself in his inyonam, and his daigis, and his thoughts, his worries, his responsibilities. And, and as a result of that, ba'elomam shel He lives, he lives in a world of delusion, of imagination, of fantasy. What his priorities are, what's more important, what's less important. When the Parshish now, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and everybody knows that the Koyach of Mitzrayim is a Koyach of Kishaf, of sorcery and witchcraft, of Demyonis, of delusion. Of delusion. And the end of that, the end of that fantasy was Makis Bechayas, was the killing of the firstborn. And the Svarma Kedoshim, Makis Bechayas means when a person's priorities are mixed up. Every person has to stop and ask himself and ask herself, what is my Bukhar? Whether you're married or you're not married, whether you have a boy or you don't have a boy, whether you have children or you don't have children. In Avayt Sashan, the Bukhar means, in my mind, what is uppermost? What's the firstborn in my way of looking at life? What's uppermost in my mind, in my thoughts? The, the slaying, the killing of the firstborn in Mitzrayim on a deeper level means where what we once imagined was important <clears throat> and the delusion of that culture of Mitzrayim and the hierarchy of priorities that was in Mitzrayim that died on that night the killing of the firstborn is a very very painful thing it's the focal point of the entire Seidon, of all of Pesach, in Tzies Mitzrayim, and the Mitzvahs, Pidyan Haben, Kedushas HaBachar, you're familiar with all of these things. 
the aside of all of that is that a person has to have clear in his in her mind what is the firstborn, what's the most important thing, what's the tachos of my life. Second, third, fourth, there are things that a person has to take care of, obviously, with panos and with, and with having time to relax. All the things are okay, as long as you have a healthy bukhar, as long as your firstborn thought, as long as that is, 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 everything is healthy and well, and you have killed the firstborn of Egypt, then everything else in your life everything else in your life can take place in, in, in a proper and healthy way but if a person's if the Egyptian Bukhar if that concept of the Bukhar of the firstborn it's nice let's say it's nice to go shopping and even sometimes you need something when you go shopping right <laughs> it's nice to go shopping I'm not talking about groceries, that's not fun. Other, other things, you know, people, like my, my girls have off from school now, so I said, what are you, so you going to do? So we're going shopping. It doesn't mean that you need anything, you'll find something. The topic is to go. Right? The thing is to go. So that's good, but that's good, it's fun, it's a nice thing, as long as it's not against halacha. That's okay. But if, if Khalilah, if that begins to be your firstborn in life, if that's your priority in life, then you're in Mitzrayim, right? So, a person can be observant to be Shemimitzvahs, but he lives in the Demyanis of the firstborn of Egypt. And how do you take a person out of that smallness of Mitzrayim? How do you take him out of that? We can't, we, we don't, we're not nowadays for, for, for plagues. And for and for ocean splitting, we're not zayicha now. And 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 what there'll be a nace of Mitzrayim for an individual person. So how do you take a person out? You have to shake him out. From the word his reads the same yisaid as the word his iris. from the word naar to be a young person to be a you have to shake him out of that. There are different ways that a person, there are different ways that a person experiences that, that his na'arus. There are different ways. Sometimes, God forbid, it could be through a tragedy. You've seen this many times that a person lives in the demyanis and the delusions of Egypt, and he has the firstborn. The firstborn is all mixed up. And then something happens in the family, to his own health, to somebody else's health, in the family, somebody that he loves, or God forbid, some other tragedy, Hashem Yerachim. And then the person begins to, to think, what am I doing? And all of a sudden he sees the Bukhar of Mitzrayim dying. All that I thought was important is so silly. It's so silly. So how do you shake? That's one way that this Hashgachah protest that Hashem sometimes shakes a person out of that delusion with, God forbid, with something bad. When we say that by Kabbalah Shabbos, by L'chadoidi, because the six days of the week we slip into Mitzrayim and you have to shake yourself out of Mitzrayim to get out of that. So you say, Hisnari, and Hisairi, Hisairi. That's what it is. Because we come into Shabbos, it's, it's, it's very, very, we're weighed down by the six days. So that we need to have a Hisnari, we need to have a Hisairi. To shake off the dust and the dirt. So the dust, the dirt that has accumulated. To take a person out of that world, that Mitzrayim that he's lost in. In the Kudazu, page your test, in the Kudazu, the Ike here is his Oyrus. And his Oyrus does not require, his Oyrus does not require really um, much information or much knowledge beforehand. It's not really important. It doesn't have to be 
carefully planned, and it doesn't require um, a curriculum. It to be to be ma'ayur a person. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. You walk into you walk into a yeshiva nowadays. You walk into a shul, orthodox places, and you see that it's that you need you need big hatzala hatzala. The hatzala means any way that you can be ma'ar the people to that there should be his sirens, the sirens. Like the Balshamtav Hakadosh said when before he was known in the world before the Balshamtav Hakadosh became known in the world, that he came someplace and there was a and there was a person that was a, a balshuva. In the shul where he was davening, and the Bolshuva was jumping around a lot and davening, and he was screaming out loud. And and the people that were there were making fun that he's crazy. What's he doing with all that jumping and screaming? And the Bolshantov Hakodesh said it. They didn't know he was the Bolshantov. The Bolshantov said that when, when why are you laughing? Why are you making fun when a person is drowning? When a person is drowning, he doesn't have a cheshbon of how it looks and what motions he makes, right? But you know, when you when you walk into shul and you got seventy five women looking at you, then you have a cheshbon how you would make your grand entrance. Or if you're coming into chasna, you know how you make a grand entrance. But if you're drowning, if you're still thinking about how does this look to the island, you don't care how it looks. You just want to save your life. So the Balshem Tov said this year, this davening to save his life, and it doesn't make a difference what it looks like. His iris, his iris doesn't isn't the nature of his iris is that it's not dafka something that. Has a seder or it's planned, a story in Nigdarika. Isaiah's the different ways of Isaiah's, but the side of all Isaiah's is that it doesn't have, it doesn't have structure. It's unstructured, but ever it's unstructured. Because whatever, if you're dealing with a person that, that he's that he's living in Mitzrayim, you have to shock him out of Mitzrayim. That's, that takes a shock. Like sometimes, God forbid, medically there's a person that needs to be that needs to be shocked. That needs a shock to, to, to that the heart needs to be shocked back into 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 Lebedekite. It needs to be shocked back. In. So you have a person that that is out of it, that he has no no shaykhus to the Shalom. He has no hisayrus. You have to shock him back in, and it doesn't make a difference. Achilak, this that, uh, it's not important. Obviously, the, the, it has to be according to halach, and everything has to be done properly. But the ikir is not the form or the structure. The ikir is that it should have something that that gives a jolt to the system, a jolt to the system. That's what it means. Eliyesh l'nas l'haschel la'iroi sebechold sur efsharis al menas sheyir tzelavakish la'atzmei derek ba'avedis Hashem. So the person should should think. It, it takes a shock to the system that he should begin to think, you know, maybe I have to, I have to change my life. I have to change my life. I have to do something because my life is, uh, the way that I'm living is, is, is meaningless. I have to change. So to be ma'ayur is such a feeling in a Jew. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. And you have to take emergency methods. You have to use all different kinds of things to, be, to, to bring about such a hysteria. That's one type of Hesairus. The second type of Hesairus is Adam Shechad Mahalach Shlovedis Hashem. You have a serious Jew. A person that's in the, that's in the parish of Avedis Hashem. He, he cares. He's serious. <coughs> he, has, he has his priorities right. He's not stuck in Mitzrayim. You know, he doesn't think that uh, Super Bowl Sunday is is bigger than Hashan Arabi in this thing. He's got he's got his his head on straight. Adam Shachayv Mahalosh Lovadis Hashem. Rakshe beemtsa derech naflo lov tardeim akolshi. This happens a lot. Somewhere along the way, naflo lov tardeim is some some drowsiness fell upon him. He doesn't. He, generally, he's serious. He cares. He, he there's a person that learns, and he comes involved in shul, and he's a person that's uh, serious. But for, sometimes it's not clear why. But just along the way, some sleepiness, some drowsiness. It doesn't mean that he's got to be doing affairs. Not talking about that he, uh, you know, person is rebelling or going against. 
just doesn't have a cheshek. It's a serious person. It's not a person that's living in the It's not a silly person, a baby. It's a serious person, but a, there's a tardema, there's a there's a sleepiness. It doesn't have a cheshek. Has to drag himself to daven, drag himself to a mitzvah, to a shia, and so on. Doesn't feel like it. Means he feels that he's in a situation like there's an expression of somebody who's, who's you know, like uh, nodding off. He, he wakes up and he falls asleep. That's what I mean. Means he's awake and he's not awake. He, he gets up and he falls asleep. So sometimes there's a little bit he has, uh, it's a little bit better, and then the next day it's a little worse. This person needs his iris. He needs his iris to keep him going, to keep him awake. It's not the same as the first one. There it has to really be strong. It has to really be a shock. Very strong. Because he's, he's, he's living in, in, in Mitzrayim. He's in big Dimyonis. This person is, doesn't have the Dimyonis. He just... He's... He, he, he's Sometimes he's slipping away a little bit from his cheshek to be an Eved Hashem. So he also needs his Osiris. But it's a different kind of Osiris. It's not the same. HaMahalach shal Hosirizu Shoyna Lagamrei Mahisiris Harishoyna The type of Osiris, this type of Osiris is very different from the first kind of Osiris. Over the years, I remember so many times, you know, now I, I, I try not to go away to different places so much to, to talk. I try as much to stay around, stay at home. But in the years, over the years, I went to all these different places. And it's always, for me, a big desire to meet you in different places. And, I, and, I, and, and, you know, they wanted to come, to, they asked me to come to this place. And I asked, I try to ask the Rav who calls me, what does the island need? What, what, what's going on over there? What's happening? How do you ever get like an accurate uh, like report? So what happens is that I would go to these I would go to these cities where there were these small little kahilas, you know. I would come to a city, and usually whether they do it, you know, out of town, they seem to have a lot more time in these places. So 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 I I would go to these places, and before and they have like this reception a little bit, and you talk to the you know you schmooze a little bit, you meet people. And and I always like it very much, and because uh, you know when you when you're with people and they seem to have time, you feel like you have more time also. You understand? <laughs> it's a funny thing. You feel more relaxed. They don't. So almost every time, like I would, so I start talking to the people and I see that this is like this is not this is not what I, I prepared the wrong shear. You know, like I, I thought of the wrong thing coming over. That there's a different Indian that needs here his iris. And, and then sometimes it happens in the middle, like I, I feel like I'm in the middle of talking. And I, and I don't think that it's, it's, what the, it's what I'm supposed to be talking about. Or, and I have to try in the middle to figure out a mahalach, a different type of hisayrus. Especially coming to some place, you're talking to them one time, or you're coming for Shabbos uh, to talk two or three times, and, and this, you, to try to give hisayrus something, to, to give like a charge for the battery. And you see, with the, you know, to try, you don't know who the people are and where, what. It's such a hard thing, you know. You, you don't want to Hashem to go to some place and not to and not to be a toelus, not to help. And it's it's a very very hard thing to try to understand. You know, I told you once that there was a, in one of the schools in Brooklyn, so uh, one of the a very chashiv abalashu, a very very talented young. Uh, so a student of mine, very close to our family, so she was going to sing for the girls, and she asked the, the rabbits there in this school, in this place in Brooklyn, what is it that the girls, what do the girls need? Like, what, you know, she wants to know what to, because she doesn't just sing, she talks for them. You know, and and, and they, they, the principal said that, they, that they're having a serious problem with, like, you know, with, uh, with their knee highs, you know. So, the, so this, you know what that was. She says, what, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does it mean? Knee highs. So the principal saying, you know, that we have somebody that stands by the steps, and we catch a lot of the girls, and not wearing proper, you know, stockings and, and proper things. So, 
that's really the main problem that they have, the girls. And see, maybe somehow, if, when you're talking, you could bring that into the discussion. <laughs> so, so she went over to she went over to like a, 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 in those days there was no she went over to a payphone. She she got through to me. I was in class teaching, and she she said it was an emergency. She, said, she called me. She says the, the principal wants me to talk about about like the girls' knees. Uh, you know, she thinks. That's like an important subject, so should I, should I, I should bring that into the discussions. And I said, no, don't talk about that a word. Don't say a word. Just do what you always do and talk about what it means to be a Jew and what it means to be the Simcha and talk about the real things. And that's not their opinion. She later on, afterwards, that like always, wherever she would go, the girls would come clamoring and, and they want to talk to, they want to talk to. This was a real base. Yaakov, and they came there to talk to her afterwards, and she found out what the Isaac Tukhonza and Yonam that they were involved in, these girls that she became friends, that they called her and they came to, and that the principal thinks that the main problem they have there is the stockings. And it's so totally out of touch with what the girls were going through. Completely and totally out of touch. With what they, who they were. I mean, maybe there was one girl that has an Indian like that. But other, but the, but the girls, as a whole, the girls were not. That wasn't their Indian. You know what, what they wear and this. It's, there, there are many, many other things that they had on their minds that they don't know who to talk about. And they saw that she's someone they could talk to. And she still is in touch with these, with many of these girls. We talk about it. When you, when you, when you're with people and you want to say something, his is for, for somebody that you meet. That you have to dive in so much to have siyata dishma. It should be right. It should be the rightest iris for these people. What they need to hear, what they need to hear. Everybody needs his iris now. Everybody needs his iris. But you shouldn't make a mistake with a binyan. That's what we're going to talk about. But everybody needs his iris. It makes a difference. Balit shuva, not from the firmest, most chasidish, the most yeshivish. Everybody needs his iris. The ones that need it most are the ones that say, "I don't need any." <laughs> Those are the ones that need it most. Everybody needs his iris. But there are different levels of Osiris. That's what you say. Hamahalashal Osiris on page you test the third part. Hamahalashal Osiris Zushan Lagan Osiris Harishayna. Osiris Harishayna. When you have a person who's totally out of it, again, we're not talking about people who are not observant. Some of this. Osiris Harishayna, you know, the Osiris Adam Mehevli Hasman. This person needs a shock to, to wake him up totally out of, completely out of the Narish guy that he's lost. Hevle Hasman, that's the Rambam's lesson. Hevle Hasman, the Narishkeit. He, he lives in Narishkeit. In Narishkeit. The person his whole life is Narishkeit. A man that is far, far from any deeper mashavas or a woman that her whole life she lives in, in, the, in the, you know, the color of a tile or the, or the color of a dress. Or that, the whole life that her head's sitting in these, in these in Narishkeit and Hevle Hasman. This a person becomes so completely, totally preoccupied. He just becomes preoccupied. Like the Mesil Sashan says at the beginning, that that's what power wanted to do, right? When, when, when the, he gave us more work. When we started to think about redemption, when Moshe came and started talking to us, and, and then, so then power saw, uh-oh, the Jews are getting some ideas. Then he gave us more work. You know, they, another client, another, another big contract, another job, right? Another... another Something else to keep you busy, that you shouldn't think of us the tachlis of being in this world. Now, tear this. So you need something very strong to wake the person up out of the heavenly asman. this. Part of this avayda, by the way, is this is something which is not always understood by people who are a little bit unfamiliar with this mahalach. Part of this avayda is to knock. And to put down and to mock and to ridicule the secular priorities. Of course, it has to be done with seichel. You have to be careful who you're talking to. But part of this avoid is to show the silliness. But you have to be careful because you, at the same time, you 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 don't want. That's what part to know the people. At the same time, you don't want people to feel uh, humiliated and so on. But to to be able with a little bit of humor and a little bit of a little bit of late sunness and to to mock and to make fun of what of the avodah is that the world holds to be so important to, to to make fun to make fun that's also part of it that's not the ikka 
That's not the Iker. The Iker is, of course, not a positive thing about, about Avadis Hashem. But part of the Hisoyer is to shock a person out of the delusion that he's in is to show him that it's silly. Tell him it's silly. It's, it's not Rishkai. What, what are you so involved in this? For what? What are you, what are you getting so crazy about? That was part of what the Baruch Shalom did. That was in, in the last parasha. When this is Bayal Parak and Yechbarat Yislibay, So it says over there we see that that when it says that the Baruch Shalom took us, when the Baruch Shalom was beginning the process of taking us taking us out of Mitzrayim, Hashem Salalti B'Mitzrayim means Rashi says to make fun, to make a joke. The Egyptians held themselves to be such harsh to the cultured people. And the and the frogs and the locusts, you know, it, it makes a very it makes a cultured person look very silly when he's when he's has to handle with frogs day and night. It takes away a little bit of you, you know, uh, you know, it's like a night at the opera, and you got frogs and locusts and stuff. So that's part of the that's part of the of his halalti to make fun. Rashi says sachakti to make chayzi to make a joke, to make a joke. That's part of this iris to to show that this is mitzrayim, the thing. It's a hush of a thing. People think what's Hollywood. What's Hollywood? And if you have to show it is, it's Hollywood. Deranged, drug addicted, miserable people. You know, all, all, all of that. I, mean, I remember, you know, that we used to listen when I was growing up in those years in the 60s and the 70s, these musicians. And had such, we, had, so we took from the Mahavil such as Iris and the music. And they were singing so much about love. And then every single one you find out is this, this divorced 34 times, abused three of them. The fourth one, he, 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 the fourth one, he's too old to abuse him. He doesn't have the kaifas anymore. So, and then, you know, you, when we listen to the music, like we all like, oh, and I, this, is, this is what it means to be in love. And we listen to these songs we were growing up, wow. Well, I, remember, I don't want to say any names of the people, but there was one that, that, that he had such a beautiful song. I remember we used to listen to it, the guys, and like we were all dreaming of when we would find our true love. And he's, the, guy was such, the guy was in jail, and he said, crazy things. So that's, part of the, that's also part of the, his alalti, to make chayzik, to make schayk, schakti. To be misoil means to make a schayk, to make a galachte, you know, to make fun. But that's when a person is living in Egypt. You have to, you have to, when a person is in Egypt, you have to shock him out of Mitzrayim. Comedy is a very powerful tool in doing that. Comedy. And to, to, in, when it's used in a, in a, in a proper way, to, Jews are very, very, very great at that. They have a tremendous kayach, the teva, to make fun of the world, to make fun of themselves also. And when it's used in Kedusha, it's a very, very holy thing to use humor, a sense of humor and so on. But all of that is an emergency. The Bunchel didn't want us to be a bunch of clowns, to be talking about Hollywood, right? That's that's just a, a, an emergency. Now, when we're dealing with this, when we're dealing with a serious person who's who's uh, who's dozing off every now and then, who's having a problem with his cheshek and so on. The second guy. He, he knows what he knows. What he's supposed to be doing in life. It's clear to him. He's not living in Demyonis. He, he's not living in Mitzrayim. He's out of Mitzrayim. And, and he knows. He has a clear... He's krachai in Oilem Borer. He has a clear picture of what am I here for? What am I, what am I supposed to be doing? Where am I supposed to be going? It's clear to him. We've all experienced this. Sometimes he feels he doesn't have the strength. And he starts to forget a little bit. He forgets. That's what it means to doze off. He gets caught up in something. He forgets a little bit. He, he, he knows. He knows the truth. But he just... For such a person... For such a person, the Osiris, the Osiris is needed just to remove, to, to polish, you know, to give a spritz, to polish up, and to remove some of the shikha, the time, and, and sometimes old age, 
and time and sometimes difficulties in life and the struggles of a parnosa mm-hmm. and the hardships of raising a family that sometimes all of that even though the person has his head on straight and, and he or she knows the tachlis but sometimes you get you forget a little bit you get lost a little bit in the inyanim so you lose your strength so this is service is to polish up the person obviously here it's much 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 less of a it's a much thinner peel that covers and you don't need like dynamite or TNT you don't need to blow away that it's not a thick covering it's a thin covering but it needs to be you need his iris you have to give him so he needs some his iris to remind him of, of the world that he himself is so familiar with the other day I had a person that's that's uh, very you know person that's in his fifties, and he and he was crying like a baby. He was talking to him about how he, you know, he remembers the years that he was in yeshiva. He's a person that learned, and he went to yeshiva for years. And he said, you know, it's just it's not the same. And he just you know he 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 just fell into that whole game. And but he knows what's right. He knows what's right, and he learned in yeshivas. He knows what's right. You see, that's a big miler, Rabbi say. It's a very, very big miler. Sometimes people say to me, what's the difference? You know, you have a person, let's say, that learned in the yeshivas, or a, a woman that learned, in, learned strong in, 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 you know, in schools and seminaries, and then he or she, you know, f- fall asleep. But you have to realize that when a person has a strong upbringing, when the chinuch is very, very strong, it's not so hard to come back, you understand. It's not so hard to come back. He's not living in those Damyanis. He's not living in the Damyanis. You remember I told you last year that when, I, when we were first married, and we this, uh, I was a Rebbe in, the, in, the, in a bungalow upstate. I was a Rebbe for the boys, and, and I would give shirim to the, to, the, to the men on Shabbos. And, and there was a guy there that had a son that was a tach, a tzaddik of a boy. He was like 13, 14 years old. An unbelievable kid in learning. He was brilliant in learning and called me to the chayna. Beautiful me, this everything. The father was totally different. Totally different. I mean, he was a man that was fluent in Yiddish. And he went. He went to yeshivas. The father. He had. A, he came from a very, very chassidish home. But he. He was like. He. He just was. Talk, he was like. Wasn't into it at all. And and it was like a few days into the summer, and I was writing this ball from this the, from this boy. His name is David. I don't know whatever happened. He's a kid. And the father came over to me. Remember, he came over to my father's wearing a t-shirt, without even a towel, cut with a big boch coming, the big stomach hanging over from too many barbecues. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and the father came over to me, and he says, and he says to me, Moshe, I want you to, I want to, you to learn. I want you to learn with my David. I want you to learn extra David. So, so I said, so, what, 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 okay, he's a great boy. And, and then he said to him, like, you know, he's gonna, I'm going to pay you. And he said, for those days, like an, an amount of money that was. And uh, I said, yeah, okay, I'll, I'm happy to learn. And David, he's a terrific boy. And, so, and, and he said, and, he, and he, he was all emotional. He says, you know, I want, if it's possible, you know, three, four nights, if you could put in and, and to learn with him, stack, stack. And he's talking to me. And I'm looking at him, and, 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 and you know, he read my mind. He said, you're, you're, "You're wondering, like, I don't look like I care about that so much." Mm-hmm. You know, there's a guy that was running to the Matis on the racetrack, you know, every every Matzah Shabbos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I said, you know, it, does, it doesn't stim 100% with what you <laughs> what seem to be your priorities. It doesn't look like it's, you know, I tell you too. So he so he like he started to cry. I mean, not crying, but his eyes got red, and he said to me. In Yiddish, He's, he was telling me in Yiddish that I come from holy people, and I went, and when I, I, when I, I was a yeshiva bocha, I was a chesidish bocha. I have my inyanim, and I hope one day that I'll do tshuva. But my davarol, my davarol, that's what he said. I want my davarol to be a tzaddik. Next thing you have to be a tzaddik also. You want your davarol. Like that's a, that's a there's a mistake in there too, as 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 touching as it was. But you see, this guy has no problems in English, right? He said to me, he said, I am an Eisvah. He says, I have a whole life. So he said to me. He had to see this. He had a wife that was like a sneezed, like an angel. She married him. He was in Kyle, you know. And he went like this. He fell asleep. 
But he knew the truth. It's a big mile. When you have someone that didn't, that they didn't learn, they didn't learn strong in the strong in the yeshivas, they don't have that in their background. This person has it there. He knows what it, he knows what's right. He knows what's right. He, he looks up to tzaddikim, and his davul, his davul wants him to be a talmud chacham. He doesn't have any dreams of his son going to some sports camp in the summer. You understand? <laughs> you have people that were raised not without without a strong background in yeshiva. They're, they're, they're in Mitzrayim and they have all kinds of demyayas. This guy doesn't have any demyayas. He knows the truth. He's just he's having a hard time. So that's a different kind of Osiris. It's a different kind of Osiris. So there, you have to take away the forgetfulness. You have to try to peel away. It's a different kind of Osiris. And to bring him back to the world, to the world that he knows is true. To the world that he comes from. To the world that he himself remembers that it, me- it meant and it means still so much to him. He just doesn't have the kayak. He's, he's, he's lacking in, in his vitality, in his strength. He's lacking in his strength. And, but, he, but he knows the truth. He knows the truth. So that's a different kind of an oilum. When you go to speak to that, you go to speak to that kind of an oilum, you have to know who you're talking to. Or of an individual person from that world, you have to know where he's coming from and what kind of a service he needs. If a person is not buried under under dust, under dirt, meaning he's not living in Mitzrayim, he's, he's a person that's, that's not from Mitzrayim. He's out of Mitzrayim. That's from a serious person that just is sleeping a little bit. So he doesn't need the first conversation. He doesn't need the shock. He doesn't need the shock to the system. He says that he says with this person, he says with this person who's not buried in Mitzrayim, he's not in Mitzrayim. But on the other hand, on the other hand, as a result of this, uh, as a result of the matzah that he's in, it's not clear to him. He's lost some. He's forgotten some of that clarity of where he's going and of where he's headed. So you have to be careful. If you're saying to him a certain kind of Osiris and you're not helping him get back on track, so the Osiris is not the right Osiris that he needs. Or he could be Mesiris. So fine, you Mesiris him, but you have to give him direction how to go. Which is which is probably true. The author here, the Mechabah, says that I hope that the people who are reading this sefer are not in the, from the first category. It's the, you understand. The Vav Evan is not on the New York Times bestseller list, <laughs> and it's not like the gals are sitting around the you know the beach club in the you know Atlantic Beach or something reading Bilvavi. So, so what he's saying is that if you're, I'm hoping that you're not in the first category, and that you are a person that, you, you're a person that knows what the truth is, and you and you want to live that way, and and you're serious about your Yiddishkeit, and you're in the parsha of Avodas Hashem, but like all of us, you're struggling and falling asleep occasionally. That's he says. That's who I'm really, that's what I'm hoping that I, who I'm talking to, which, which of course that's the, those are the people he's talking to. Because what, what, what else would a person? What would a person from the first time do with a cipher like this? You know, there's no like interesting chap or an interesting vart or something to say over the shabbat brachos. You know, it's not. So even when that person is learning Torah, so it has to be with a it has to be with a chap. Like there, there was some business person, a very very rich person that I was giving a share someplace. Not not here in a different place. And and and, and he came up to me and he said uh, he said that I have a shabbat brachos for my daughter. Uh, Show us my daughter this Shabbos. I have to speak. I said, said Mazel to Mazel. He said, Never mind. He said, I need, I need, a, I need a part. I need a part. So I said, Okay. So, but he wanted like a thirty sec. You know, it was, it was crazy. I said, Wait, I have to talk a little bit. Next step. He said, No, 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 no. I don't have time. Just tell me a part. I guess it is. Tell me a part. A part. The story fits. Come on, no, 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 no. It was like crazy. 
Short <laughs> <Hard> story. <laughs> a person, he says, I'm the Kav Manusha says, Iris, are you trying to cool him over? I hope that you're already not. I'm not talking to people who are in the first category. I'm talking to people who have left the Mitzrayim. Why not the Mitzrayim? Therefore, we're not talking here about shock therapy. We're talking about about building hisayrus. You always need some hisayrus, but the ikkur is that it should lead to a healthy, structured, step-by-step program to help us remember and to bring us back on track and to keep us as much as possible on track. Each person in order that his Avedis Hashem should be true. Mukrach Reishas Koshiyele Seder Pnimi B'Avedis Hashem. A person has to have a Seder in Avedis Hashem. A Seder Pnimi. I'm going to talk about this more on Motzei Shabbos because it's part of what we're talking about with Milchus Nefesh. I'm going to speak about this much more. But a person has to have a Seder Pnimi. It's not haphazard. If a person, if a person is building anything that you build, even if you're just building it, even if you're just making something with Legos for your kid, you're doing something <laughs> with, it has to have a Seder. You can't start, you can't start. That, that, uh, I'm very, very, very bad with anything like that, and, and not not so much Legos, are right, but when it comes to like, you know, something in the house that you have to put together, or, or, or you know, like a crib, things like that. So it's a very, very bad thing with me. So, so right away, like when I when, when I when I get this, so. My wife always says, says Mike, get it. Read the instructions, kid. Read the instructions. And I, and I, I, don't, I don't want to take the time to do that. So I, I put out everything. And, and when I was younger, I had a, fast, I had a very fast head. And I, I still think I do. I don't. So I, I put out everything. I put out everything like this. And I try to look and I go, oh. And my wife says, Mike, maybe you want to read the instructions. I don't need the instructions. That's not for instructions, not for Jews. <laughs> so it always happens to me is I do this whole thing, and I get the whole thing, and I'm like, after you, after I already like screwed in 50 different things, then it says, then then, then I see like it's got it's like the, you can't, it's not going, you can't get it together, and then then I look without my wife seeing, I look to see <laughs> what it says, and it says warning. <laughs> First, make sure you. <laughs> like I did, like fifty inyanim, just to save time, and then I had to do the whole. Everything had to, uh, you know, to unscrew. There's a warning in big black letters: don't put the base before that. And, you know, and just everything I did is. You have to have a seder. There has to be a seder. Anything that anything that a person builds, anything that you make has a seder. But when it comes to Avodas Hashem, it's like you know, a mitzvah, uh, this, a davening, a learning. So there's no seder. There has to be a seder. Because that's what a plan. I'll talk about this in a minute more. Must have Let's be a plan. Let's not have a mahalach in our Hashem. A goal for this month, for this year, for a yontiv. What do I want to take out from a yontiv? For a Shabbos, what do I want to accomplish this Shabbos? Let's not to live with a seder binyan. It's not Hisairus. Uh, we're talking about Hisairus to have an inspiration. Person can have a mahalach. And this second kind of a person can easily be brought back to that. That's, that's what he wants. First, a little bit of a Cyrus, but the Ikkar is then that this should be a Mahalach. My Yareshis, you have to always ask yourself, how do I begin? In other words, what do I, what do I start with? My Yareshis. My Yatachlis, what's my goal, what's my objective? And my Bamsen, how do I get there? You do that with any job. If any person that has a job, any work, any job, you have to ask yourself, what's the rashes, what's the tachlis, and, and how do I get from the rashes to the tachlis? How do I get from the beginning to the tachlis, to the end? Any job would require that. So the biggest, biggest job in the world is Avadis Hashav. But people don't do that. They just go like from day to day. You'll see if I can do a mitzvah, maybe this. I hope not to do any of those, but you never know. Maybe if something comes along, I'll try not to. <laughs> That's not a way to be a Jew. A person has to have a, a seder, a halach. That's what means a binyan. What's the beginning? What's the re- How do I start? How do I start? You want to come to something a person says, I don't want to speak Lashon anymore. I'm sick and tired of myself talking Lashon I don't like this. It makes me sick. I feel bad. It causes all kinds of stuff. I don't want to speak Lashon Hara. Then you have, you have an idea. You have a good, that's a good thing. But you have to have a plan. How? There's a rashis, there's a tachlis, there's a middle. And how do you do that? You have to think about it. You don't just hop onto some right away this book or that. You have to think about it. You have to look over things. 
how do I begin? You go with a certain seder that's normal, that makes sense, and you follow a certain mahalach. If you need to, you ask for advice from somebody that knows more. But that's how a person goes. And you have to be very honest. Where am I right now? Where am I holding right now? <clears throat> Where am I? Who am I? What's going on right now in my life? Again, it'll be the same thing. It'll be the same thing with any job. And what? And what? Am, what is it that I'm shayif? What am I longing to reach? What do I want to accomplish? Where do I want to go? The marshal shabadava. A person has a ladder with ten rungs. The first thing is, has to obviously it's clear to him where he begins. What's the what's the first rung on the ladder? He has to know he has to know where is he on the ladder? Where am I standing? And he has to know, and he has to feel that he has the strength. He wants to get there are ten rungs, and he wants to, he has to know that there are ten rungs. What's the first? Where am I? Where am I now? How much more do I have to go and to work towards getting to that to the top of the ladder? Next page, page If one of these three pieces of information is missing. Where's the first rung? Where am I holding? And where, where am I going? Then haderach enemy you said this karoi. That means that the path that you're on has no real basis. It's dangerous. If you don't know where to begin, maybe you already maybe you started on the fourth rung of the ladder. That could be dangerous. And you have to be careful. What if it's not sturdy underneath? And you don't have the ladder right? And then God forbid you, you could go up three or four and, you, and if you don't have a good solid way that the ladder is where it's sitting, if it's not slippery, or it's, it's the right angle, then God forbid you could, you, could, you could fall down. You could have a terrible accident. You have to know. If you don't know what step, where you are, what step you're at, what place you're at, where you're holding, is that stam bilbul davar zeshem? Could be stam a bilbul. Stam bilbul. You have all kinds. It could be demyanis davar zeshem. It could be bilbul means confusion. Stam. Yeah, the chap isn't to do that, but you don't really know where you're holding. You don't really know who you are and where you're holding. You don't know what you have to work on. So you hear, you go to some shir and there, there, there's somebody talking about the, the, the evil of, uh, of Lashon Harvest. Then you, you say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you come home and you, and you say, I have to. Now it's anti-Lashon crusade. And then they, you do that for, for a day or two days or whatever. And then you go to another shir and the shir is, is against Kaz. Oh, Kaz. And the meantime, Lashon Harvest have found. And you go to the and you go to the cars and you come you know then you hear something and then you hear somebody says you go to some drush and the brother's crying he says oh so many people are dying because of this problem this problem that problem with the shalom bias oh shalom bias and then you have the shalom bias but it's nothing it's no sustained work it's just the whole Yiddishkeit it's just like a smorgasbord it's not it's not anything set to anything real. Just this looks good. This looks good. You take a little bit like this. You take a little bit, but it's nothing real. It's just a little bit, a taste of a lot of things. You have a taste. This is this tastes nice. This is nice. That's nice. Yeah, taste a little bit of something. That's not. That's not. A, that's not a mahalach. What happens to a person is you could be working on something that's not really shaykh to you. It's, it could be something which is above your level. It could be below your level. It could be something that's, that's not a, a challenge to you. It's something that's easy for you. Because it's not really a problem with you, that Indian. You don't really have to work on that. It's not so much a big avoider for you. It could be, so therefore you're working, you're working on something that, that really you shouldn't, you shouldn't necessarily have to focus on. On the other hand, you might be working on something that at that time in your life is really beyond you and you need to do some more basic groundwork. Uh, on the lower, the, the, you know, the lower rungs of the ladder, you didn't, you didn't work on that. So you're someplace in the middle, and you. But it's not really, it's not where you should be. It's not where you should be at that moment. 
You could be in a situation where, there's, where, where what you're doing doesn't correspond at all to the avoid inside your heart. It's the, you're doing something that's not aligned with who you are. It's not. It, it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't fit you at that time. It's a very very nice thing. It could be a very chashiv thing, but it doesn't fit you. Again, it could be too small. It could be too big. Like you're trying on a shoe. It's a nice shoe. It's too small. It's too big. It's not for you. It has to be the right fit. The kargam the inyan and the kuda hashlishes, and so it is with the third nakuda. In ein leishiifa brul lahechon leraitzel hagiyah. If you don't have, if you don't have a a, a clear shiifa desire, a yearning, a, an objective and a goal. Lahechon leraitzel hagiyah. What is it that you want? Where are you trying to go? What do you want to accomplish? If you say that your goal is to be able to daven every day, that you should have, you should be able to daven with a clear head for ten minutes, whatever it is. Out of the whole day, you should have ten minutes of davening and ten minutes of space. A person has to have a shi'ifa, a, 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 a shi'ifa that is doable and that's attainable and that's normal. And a person has to have a goal. Laheichne writes like you, where do you want to go with this? Now, it might happen that you fall short, and it might happen that you can go beyond that. But if you don't have it at all, if you go to any job in the world and, and they say, what, what, is it you, what do you expect from this? I don't know. I'll, I'll play it by ear. <laughs> Imagine going like that. To, what, are you, what, are, what are your goals? I don't know. You can't at any job. It would, it would be ridiculous. It would be... It would be... It would be... Can negate the whole... The whole purpose of your being there. A person has to have a sheath. And something which... An idea of where? Where am I going? What am I doing? Gam imu yodeh kva matzarech laavayd arzui avayda leleitachlus lelematara. Even if you know what you're working on, let's say you're working on davening, but it has to be that there's a tachlus, that there's a, an objective and a goal, and what uh, and that's me. Arzui avayda leleitachlus lelematara. Chasalei es hanishmas chaim. The nishmas chaim, the living soul of any avayda is. What am I working towards? That's the living soul. The Nishmas Chaim is what is my objective? What is my goal? What's the Tachlis? That's the Nishmas Chaim. That's the Nishmas Chaim of anything that you do. And even if it takes you a long time to do it, but all along the way, that, that, is, the, that is the life of... You know, the, 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 to get to the Tachlis, you, you have a person that, let's say, you have a man that wants to learn the Dafyomi, and he wants to finish Shas with the Dafyomi. And it's the second or third year, and he's learning a very, very hard Gemara, and he's tired. And he's such a Yetzirah, you know, so what if I miss this daf, you know? And he has a Yetzirah to drop it. But then, you know, he has to strengthen himself. The Nishmas Chaim that he has is that, I want to finish, I want to finish the Gemara, I want to finish Shaz. It's the Nishmas Chaim that breathes life into those difficult moments along the way. While you're schlepping through the, the, the monotony of getting someplace. But you have to always enliven yourself with the Nishmas Chaim of what am I working for? What's my goal? What's my objective? That gives you back your Lechis. That keeps you going. Same thing a, a, a person as a parent. What's the Nishmas Chaim? The Tachlis of what, you, of what you're dreaming for that child. Of what you want for your children. I was talking about that a few weeks ago on the Shams. And then a little bit, a little bit, you know, when you Zoyche and you take a child under the Chuppah, you're not finished because afterwards they're going to come, you know, and you need, and they, they need you, you need them. Afterwards, too. But at the chuppah, a little bit, a little bit, you could like go, you know, a little bit. But Adkan Hakaf Aleph, you know, we made it to here. If you see that your child is marrying uh, an Elah uh, Hayyid and is going the right way, and so you could at least to breathe a little bit. Hashem gives like these little stops along the way to rest. Just for a few minutes, the rest, and to say, Baruch Hashem, Shiganu Adkan Shachiyanu Vikiyimanu, and we should be able to go weiter. Because but that's the tachlis. And when you and when you when you go with the child, there's Hashem on the chup, and you taste a taste of the tachlis that all that I came here, all that my wife and I, all that my husband and I, all that we wanted to do was to have children that they should have Yeshanai, they should be good Jews. They should be good Jews, and, and you don't know when they're growing up. There's so many different things, and simonim, and ups and downs, and you're worried, and what, and where. And then when you see them in that way, so you have a feeling like, 
Okay, Rabbi Shalom, I, I, I tried my best and I got them to this point, you know, and that's a, that's a tremendous, tremendous nechama for a person. Because it's a taste of the goal, it's a taste of the tachlis. There's nothing that's more delicious than tasting the tachlis. That's what causes such a iris by a chuppah. Because you're tasting the tachlis. But it says in the Zohar that all the Zaydis and the Babis come from the other world. All the generations come under the chuppah. All the Zaydis and Babis come under the chuppah. And they, and they say, good, 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 you did good, good, good. It's, it's a very big taste of, of, of the tachlis. There's such a simch that a person feels that, uh, of that, uh, of, uh, of that. And when, you, and when you're raising the children, you have little kids, you have to have the objective in mind. When I say objective, I'm not saying whether they go to, whether they go to this seminary or that yeshiva specifically. But the tzur of a Jew, what's that they should be big people, big, big chashiva, chashiva, hearts and minds of Jews. And to have that, so then you know, on a difficult day, when you, when the kids, when this kids like throwing the diaper back at your head, you know, so you have to be mechay yourself for the what's the tachlis for me? What am I? This is this is why this is what I'm here for in this world to to to, to be with the diapers. I was laughing because we were zayche the whole this whole past week. We were zayche to have the grandchildren over, and and it's been a couple of years since it's been that kind of activity on such a madriga. And I was saying to my wife. I think to my wife, and he, you know, so I'm, you know, picking up this baby and that baby, and and it's that old, you'll forgive me, it's that old smell that I know so well. <laughs> it's that smell that, like, for the last couple of years, I didn't have that, and it's 24 hours. You know, all the mothers, you know, it makes no difference how much you rinse and shower. <laughs> There's something there that is just between the formula and the and the other stuff that's the more serious stuff. There, there, there's just that Indian that sticks. A person has to a person has to stop and to say, "What's the tachlis? What's the tachlis?" Because if you get stuck and you look at yourself, what? Like a lot of the a lot of the mothers, the young mothers, they feel, "What am I doing here? What do I get into this whole Indian? It's my life now. It's such nourishment, arguing with some four-year-old, and 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 she's winning. <laughs> she's winning. That's the biggest busha. I'm arguing with some kid and like a. My standing, I'm an intelligent person. I, you know, I got degrees. I'm well read, and I'm with this little kid, and I have to like make a whole thing, and she's outsmarting me. <laughs> right? You feel like, what am I doing? It's the tachlis of my life. It's not the, that's not the tachlis, but it's. But you have to mechay yourself with the tachlis, with the tachlis to remember what the tachlis is, and you can't get there without that stuff. That's that's how you get there, and it, but if a person doesn't remember that. Without a tachlis, then he could lose his koiches, because the nishmas chaim is always the tachlis. That's the that's the, the breath of life of soul. As yechid al yachtach, the tachlis is to be one with Hashem. Shal kol avadosa, nimtzim kain. Let's just finish this paragraph. Nimtzim kain. Shebechdei l'shmoya divayis ayrus. Shebechdei l'shmoya divayis ayrus. Mukhrach reishes kol shiyilei laadam. Remember talking to the second type of a person, not the one who's just out of it, but this person is not. The person has a, is a serious person. But, in, but he says, In order that your Hesayrus should really work, you have to have, a person has to have an idea that should be clear to him. Say the Hashem. What is my purpose? And to have a seder in the zavodas Hashem. Kshar seder mitzad atz my bar. When there's a clear seder, we're going to talk much more about this in mitzvah. We'll see. Kshar seder mitzad atz my bar. Az kishnei fellas alaf tadeim. If you have a clear seder and you have a clear mahalach, then if it happens, and it happens to everybody that you fall asleep a little bit, you 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 you, you, you get drowsy along the way and you doze off. Ani yeshena, I am asleep, like it says in Shir Shir. And then someone comes, a friend, a rebbe, somebody comes to be Sometimes it's a different kind of a service that Hashem sends. Sometimes, as I said, it could be in a bad way, it could be in a good way. Hashem sends you something to wake you up a little bit. Then you can jump right back in because this iris, it's not like the first guy. The first guy, he doesn't have any clarity at all. And then you just have to shock him into thinking about what's the point of his life. This guy already knows. 
he has a clear idea, seder, of what's important and why he, where he wants to go. But he fell asleep along the way. So for that person, when you ma'ayra him, when you ma'ayra him, you have to you him, and, he, and he's able to get very easily back into the seder. Very easily back into the seder. He, he knows what the seder is. He has a mahalach. He just got along the way, he, got, he fell asleep. Then he joins back in. And he remembers. Like when you knew something once very, very well. You don't have to learn it for the first time. When someone says a little bit, you go, yeah, 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 yeah. And you remember. That's what it's like for this person. He knows where he is. And when you tell him and you remind him, he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you give him his service. He remembers and he gets back on track. And he's able to move back on track with merits, with enthusiasm. And with simcha, he's able to get back on track and to go... Continue on towards the towards the goal that he knows is the real goal that he knows he wants to get to. It's, um, n- next week, next week we're going we're to continue. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, there's an amazing marshal here, and then we're going to talk about the the, the way of uh, the way of binyan, the way that we can begin to get to, to work.